At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The numbers told the story they always do. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN. It is a Wednesday edition of a numbers game here on VSIN. Matt Brown on the desk for Gil Alexander. Kelly Bidlin behind the glass. Got a good show for you. Drew Densick going to join us a little bit later. Go through some NBA with him, some final NFL thoughts. Who knows? Maybe he's even got some golf plays. We'll see what's going on with Drew. Also, Will Hill join us a little bit later. Talk some NFL and NBA with him. Kelly, as we were on air yesterday, we started to get some NFL news coming in. Fast and furious, actually. A head coaching job, an offensive coordinator job also got filled shortly after us leaving the studio. We filled the last head coaching vacancy In the NFL as well, first things first, the Colts going with Eagles offensive coordinator Shane Steichen. Now, this was widely rumored to be going down on Tuesday morning as it was anyway. Monday was when it actually was kind of reported that that was going to happen. And that is, in fact, what happened here as we were on air. So Shane Steichen officially announced as the Colts head coach. Now, you and I talked a little bit about this yesterday, but just to recap for those that weren't here with us, we are looking at a Colts team that were saying, hey, look. It's a very big number next to this Colts Colts team's name, yet it's a division that we assume the Jags are going to be the favorite. We assume the Jags are going to be the team to beat in that division. But again, we assume the Colts are going to be the team to beat in that division yeah. last year, and that ended up not being the case. And so we do have a team that still has some playmakers, still has some guys on defense, and, uh, you know, look, they're just lacking a quarterback. Well, and, 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 you know, one of the biggest things we always talked about with that team was the offensive line hitting into last season, mm-hmm. right? We thought it was going to be good. And, they, look, you're going to have a lot of the same pieces there, just hoping to kind of get back to what they were, you know, a couple of years ago. Um, but, yeah, it's interesting. They also uh, they, they did have an introductory press conference for him yesterday. We'll go, we'll go to the soundbite here. This mm-hmm. was uh, Jim Ursay. And then Chris Ballard kind of talking about uh, not only Steichen, but their their quarterback situation for next year. We're not hiding. You know, no one can shy away from the fact what quarterback means in this league and how we have to look going forward where, where Shane and Chris really, you know, dig into this draft and really see where you're at. Do you stay put? Do you trade up? You know, there, there's many things you can do. Uh, they took Jalen in the second round. So, trade um, back. yeah, trade back. So, um, he likes that'll picks. Be a, that'll be a Twitter freaking <laughs> quote. He, he likes picks. Uh, 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 although the Alabama guy doesn't look bad, I tell you. 
<laughs> you gotta love when you see the GM and the owner basically disagreeing in an introductory press conference. It was, it was absolutely amazing. Now that being said, the Colts still sit at eighty to one to win the AFC. They are only ahead of the Texans, who sit at a hundred to one to win the AFC. And then if you go down from a Super Bowl perspective, one hundred and fifty to one over at DraftKings, only ahead of the Texans and the Cardinals. And again, listen, Kelly, I don't think that there is any chance whatsoever for this team to win the AFC or to win the Super Bowl. However, I think if you did sim this 150 times, maybe they would. You know, maybe they run super pure with whatever quarterback they end up drafting. Uh, do have some offensive playmakers, do have some defense. So again, it's, it's you know, if you're a Colts fan and you told me you wanted to put one of those lottery tickets in your account, I wouldn't talk you off of it just because, you know, hey, look, Get in the tournament. Weird things can happen. I also think, I, I mean, I think if I was betting, if I was looking to make a bet on the Colts, it's, wait, you know, wait for division odds to yeah. come out, right? Because I think we, I mean, uh, the Jags will be favored. I think the question is how big I was going to say, and, right? and probably fairly big favorites. And, and because, then it's going to be Titans, yeah. too. So you might be able to get a long number on the Colts to win this division. Yeah, this could be a very interesting a division for us to bet, certainly from a win total perspective, because yeah. I imagine with the way that the Colts finished the season, we're not going to get a very big number on them. And with that, hey, look, maybe there will be some something to bet there on the win total. Speaking of the Arizona Cardinals, which are the longest of shots tied with the Texans to win the Super Bowl, 200 to one on the Cardinals. The last domino did fall in this head coaching tree right now. It is going to be the Eagles defensive coordinator, Jonathan Gannon, that is going to take over. For the Arizona Cardinals, again, they are the longest shot in all of the NFL. We do know Kyler Murray is going to be coming back from injury. We know that there might be some guys on the move with this team as well. Now, they do play in the NFC, and as we've said, there's at least a little bit of a clearer path in the NFC than there is in the AFC to maybe having some sort of success. Oh, but yeah. I do not think that this Cardinals team, as presently constructed, is probably going to be that team and Kelly, you know, th there's all kinds of rumors as to who will and won't be there. Is this going to be a full teardown rebuild type situation? Are they going to start trading guys off left and right and try to get a whole bunch of assets to try and build from the ground up? I think probably that would be the right way to go when you kind of look at how this team is constructed right now. I mean, if you can get anything for some of these parts, probably the best way to go about it. But if you're Jonathan Gannon, I don't know if you're jumping up and down about that, but like, are you, you know, including Kyler Murray when you're talking about, this? I don't think you can get rid of Kyler. Murray. I don't think you'd I mean, get anything stuck for him. him. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they're stuck with him for sure, but I think, you know, some of these other pieces are probably going to be available. We know the Deandre Hopkins stuff is pretty, I'm not going to say a foregone conclusion, but it does seem like they're going to try to get, whatever they can get for him, get rid of that big contract, get back some sort of assets for a guy that I'm not going to, you know, look, Kelly dealt with the suspension stuff. He's had some injuries here and there over the last couple of years, but I think he's at least plateauing maybe okay. on the downside of his career. I don't think we're, you know, I don't think we're seeing any more ascension there from Deion. Well, Brown. I mean, ascension. Yeah. I, yeah. I don't know that. I mean, look, if he can plateau at the level he's plateaued at, I think he's still one of, one of the better wide receivers in the league. I, 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 well, I could be a huge addition for a bunch of teams out there. I mean, you're talk. we talked a lot yesterday about teams like the Packers and the chiefs. And I mean, geez, what, it, you know, adding a guy like that, wouldn't it? I, I think he could still be an incredible difference maker, at least for teams, you know, teams that are maybe more veteran have more veterans on there and your window's a little bit shorter, right? Like you said, you know, you're not going to add him to a team, you know, that's completely rebuilding or, or with a bunch of younger guys. 100 to 1 
for the Cardinals to win the NFC, which is, again, probably appropriate because I think this is going to be a teardown type situation for this team. And we're probably going to be looking at them for the next couple of years as being a team that is really, really struggling to get any sort of anything in the win column. Also, as we were on air yesterday, Todd Monken was named the offensive coordinator of the Ravens. Now, does this help them trying to retain Lamar Jackson or not? Don't know. I was scouring the internet all last night and whatever. It didn't seem like we were getting any sort of reaction from Lamar Jackson's camp. And listen, at the end of the day, I think what we're really coming down to here is not necessarily what we're, you know, whether he likes the fit. I'm sure he likes the fit. This guy has worked with quarterbacks before and turned kind of average-ish quarterbacks into something special. So you have to think if you're already special, that he can do even better things with you. The problem here is it's all going to come down to money. Can he get the long-term contract? And if that's not going to be the case, I've seen a couple of different things that he's likely to get that franchise tag and then get traded. You know, like Basically, they franchise tag him so he can't negotiate and can't be talking mm-hmm. to other teams, can't do all those other things. And then they look for a trade partner from there should they not be able to get some sort of long-term deal done. Of course, Lamar wanting that guaranteed deal that Deshaun Watson got. And Kelly, I got to be honest. I mean, I am, I I think Lamar is certainly uh, one of the better quarterbacks in the NFL. I'm never going to doubt that. I certainly think that he maybe even has a little bit of room to grow as a passer. And we know what he, how dynamic he is with his legs and running the ball and as a playmaker, but a guaranteed contract, I think for a quarterback that plays the style that Lamar plays, I can kind of see why the Ravens are digging in here. I, I can, and you don't want to set a precedent here. And this is why we, when this deal went down with Deshaun Watson, you and I and Gil talked about this on the show that we were on previously. We were sitting here saying, listen, you have now set a very slippery slope for almost every other co- quarterback contract moving forward because everybody is going to want that guaranteed money. Everybody is going to want that massive deal that they know no matter what, that money is coming flowing in. And and they gave that money to Deshaun Watson and now all these other quarterbacks, and rightfully so, because now the precedent has been set, but they want that as well. And Deshaun Watson doesn't play like Lamar Jackson plays. (laughs) You know, it's like it's a different type of deal. And I hate to say that, you know, you have to do this on a case-by-case basis. You really do have to do this on a case-by-case basis. When a guy takes off running 12 times a game, that's 12 times that that knee could get, you know, exploded or a a torn Achilles or whatever, anything, collarbones. We've seen all this stuff when these running quarterbacks go and take off running. And so I get why the Ravens don't want to give him all the money guaranteed. Yeah. Yeah. I get it too. Um, and yeah, you're, you're right. This Deshaun Watson contract, it, it screws up everything. Yeah. I, I mean, look, if I'm Lamar Jackson, I get it too, right? Like you get it from inside. Cause you, he thinks he's as good or better or than better, Deshaun. Right. Or or like, so you got to think all these guys think they're the best in the league, you know, yeah. like, like all these guys have massive egos. So it's like, he thinks he's better than Deshaun Watson. Well, so it's I like, mean, if this if, guy gets all this money guaranteed, I better be getting all this money guaranteed. I mean, from Lamar, I mean, Lamar's standpoint, he has a longer track record in this mm-hmm. league of being good in this league too. So um, I get it, but I think you're right. I think that I, I think that the intelligent teams We'll have to start looking at this, but in a case by case basis. And, and Lamar Jackson, this is—I I don't want to compare it exactly to the Debo Samuel situation, but it, it almost feels like something you're—you you, know—you're going to have to kind of get over, and, and unfortunately, mm. you're going to suffer a bit because of it. And, and look, if they. 
you know what, though? If the Ravens aren't going to pay you and they do trade you on that franchise tag, someone else will pay him down the yeah. line. I, you know, whatever money he wants, he'll get paid by someone. Certainly the future's odds reflect that he will be in town for the Ravens. They are 12-1 to 1 to win the AFC. They are only behind the Chiefs, Bills, Bengals, and Chargers. And so you can see that it, the writing is on the wall there that the Baltimore Ravens think that Lamar – or the odds, at least, dictate that he will be back there 20-1 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. Now, I think that might be a little interesting. I think there are some teams here that maybe would be, I would say, a little bit bigger of a favorite than the Ravens at 20-1 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. But, again, these odds have moved just in – these odds have moved just in the last couple of hours here. If you're watching at home on this graphic, it still says 22, 22 to 1 on the Ravens. I think that Monken getting hired maybe move these odds just a little bit. Every single analyst out there that is much smarter than me about the NFL is raving this higher and saying that this is going to be fantastic for this Ravens team and certainly fantastic for Lamar Jackson should he decide to stay in Baltimore. Let's talk some NBA when we come back on the other side. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. It is time to download Nevada's premier sports betting app, BetMGM Sports. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options, along with in-game betting, boosted odds, specials, and more. Download the BetMGM app today. Stop with any MGM casino on the Strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Wherever, Whatever your sport and wherever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM state-of-the-art technology, and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 or older and physically located in Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. I can assure you that that app works here in Nevada, unlike some other apps (laughs) that are going on right now in Nevada. So it's a good one to download. It is Matt Brown here on a numbers game presented by BetMGM. Kelly Bidlin behind the glass in for Gil. Gil on a well-deserved vacation here, so I'll be on the desk the rest of the week. And didn't get a chance to get to the NBA stuff last night, Kelly, and certainly want to do that. Anybody that was in bed and didn't get to catch the ending of the Celtics and Bucks game, this game does go to overtime despite the fact that the Celtics were very short-handed in this game. The Bucks do pull it out 131-125 in overtime on Two big games, one from Drew Holiday, one from Giannis again. And 
I know you said you were having some some live betting action going on in this one. I can only imagine the swings that must have been in the uh, live betting numbers. Oh yeah, it was. Uh, I, I I I hope everybody enjoyed a, a beautiful Valentine's Day evening last night with their significant other. I was there on the couch live betting. You the were Bucks. with yours, your significant, you and Giannis, <laughs> Me and just Giannis, you and you and my boy Giannis. Yeah, you were you were good. Yeah, I was sitting there, but I got to tell you this one real quick, man, because this, this is you and I have talked about this before too, where some sports betters just. They can't get over these bad beats, right? Mm. And they and they and they and they they'll bring them up and they'll talk about them forever, and they don't recognize ever when they get lucky as hell, right? Mm. And they, and sometimes that's just what happens in this. Um, so I'll take you back to the Super Bowl real quick. One of the prop bets that I had was under four and a half Chiefs, uh, Chiefs uh, uh, rush uh, players with a rushing attempt on the Chiefs side. Mm. Okay, I don't know if you remember the Josh Sweat unimpeded to the quarterback. When uh, uh, Mahomes is getting ready to dump it off to Gadarius Tony, yeah. which would have been a fifth ball carrier, blown dead, and my under ends up cashing. That wouldn't have got home. Last night, I was in on the Bucks money line live several times, so I needed a random Sam Hauser three to take the uh, to take to overtime, <laughs> and I was in on and I laid four and a half live. Okay, so we go to overtime. First of all, said he hit the three. I was happy just to split some bets right. if that had gotten home. Right. So he hits the three. It goes to overtime, and then the only other ticket I've got is a. It's a. I've got a few bucks money line, and then bucks minus four and a half. There is the bucks end up up four with three point eight seconds left on the clock and inbounding because they had called a clear path to the basket uh, foul. Yeah, they just do the inbounds play to Giannis. Giannis with the cover for Kelly dunk. For no reason. He easily could have just uh, pulled it back and re- let the clock run out. So they win by six. I get home. It's just these moments, man, you got to recognize when you get lucky as hell. And that should have been a losing bet. Ends into It turns into a winner, though. I'll be happy about it for today. And look forward to uh, getting the snot beaten out of me by some bet, bad, bad, uh, bad beat later on. Giannis plays 46 minutes in the game last night. Goes 12 of 26 from the floor. Makes 11 of 19 free throws. So, hey, look, you'll take it when it comes to Giannis. 36, 13 boards, and nine assists to go along with a couple of blocks. He did have eight turnovers, but, again, he played 46 minutes in the game. Drew Holiday actually was the hero of this yeah. game. 13 of 21 from the floor. Eight of 12 from downtown. Made all six of his free throws. Added five rebounds, seven assists, and three steals in this one, and Drew Holiday's going to be an all-star, Kelly, and you look, this guy has been a very good player so far this season for a team that has really actually needed him to be a very good player for them so far because guys have been in and out of the lineup, and I think that, you know, Drew Holiday, 43 minutes last night and, and heading to an all-star game has certainly deserved it and does make this team Far more interesting because now he is playing on that level that we remember from Drew Holiday like five years ago, right? Yeah. Like, like, like he was – we thought about Drew Holiday five years ago. Like, oh, yeah, one of the top guys in the league for sure. And then he kind of just fell out of our – you know, basically out of our consciousness. And then here he is having a, a resurgent season. Yeah, he's uh, – look, he's been massive for this mm-hmm. team. Th- this whole season, especially here lately, though, he really saved them last night. I mean, Giannis was – uh, he was brutal at the free throw line, mm-hmm. kind of picked up, you know, did sink a few late to kind of go over that 50%. But the the Celtics were, they were hacking away last night. Mm-hmm. They were happy to put him on Absolutely. the line, make, make him take mid-range jumpers, make him take wide open threes. Um, and we saw that bad side of Giannis that, you know, we bring up every once in a while when he can't get to the basket at will. 
Um, you know, things yeah, – I don't I love, I, I love talking like Giannis had a bad game. He had 36 points, 13 rebounds, but, and nine assists. But I know what you're saying. If, yeah. you're, if you were watching it live, you could see that there were some struggles that were going on. And, he, you know, he's just so ridiculous that he's going to put up these stat lines no matter what. I think if you're the Celtics, too, you take you come out of this game feeling pretty good. I mean, you had none of your dudes. Yes. You had none of your dudes out there, and you just took the – you know, your maybe you know, arguably your biggest – Biggest rival, biggest contender for the for the title. I mean, it's just I, I think your Celtics team. You're coming out of this going, hey guys, look. I know there's no moral victories really, but if there ever was one, this is kind of a moral victory. Well, and I'll tell you the biggest takeaway from uh, from that side of it. For me, it was great to see Sam Hauser obviously doing mm-hmm. what he was doing back in his home state uh, of Wisconsin. But Mike Muscala, this guy that you know, trying they traded for before the trade deadline, and you're trying to figure out how they're going to work him into the rotation. And he showed up big last night. I mean, yep. 18 points, uh, eight rebounds for that team. I think he's kind of put, you know, uh, kind of putting his his print on his place in the rotation for them going forward. And we take a look here, some other stuff that came out of the NBA last night. And this is more of just a, man, you can't even imagine that it's true, but it is true. If you were looking through the box score and you saw the Warriors and the Clippers and you see 134-124 victory in favor of the Clippers and you look over and you see that the Kawhi Leonard is actually in the box score and you go, wait a minute. Didn't didn't he play the night before? The answer to that is yes, he did, in fact, play the night before. And Kawhi Leonard finishes with 33 points and seven rebounds. And it is his first back-to-back since 2019, <laughs> Kelly. And and listen, I, we, look, he's been battling all kinds of injuries. We get it. Expensive guy. They're trying to manage his workload and all of that. But it's just it's crazy to see the stat on paper, first it back-to-back is. in three years. I mean, it, it is. And, and obviously, this is uh... – I mean, it's Kawhi, and we know how we how he handles things with load management. But like, his last back to back, Matt, was before COVID. Like, what are we talking about? I know it's just absolutely wild. How it much has the world changed since, since Kawhi Leonard last played a back to back? It's incredible. So we look at the futures odds here, and let's start in the Western Conference. Talking about this Warriors team here that loses to the Clippers on the road, and, and honestly, Kelly, it has just become. It's the most laughable stat you see. I mean, this Warriors team wins at home and just loses at a ridiculous, ridiculous pace on the road. They are now 7-22 and on the road for the season, and you just wonder if that – I don't know how you view that team at all, if you think that the Warriors could possibly – put things together and stuff. But I look at these teams that they're going to have to jump. And you look at the Suns and the Nuggets and the Clippers and the Grizzlies and even the Mavericks now that the way that they're constructed, I do not see a path for this Warriors team. And I know you and I got proven wrong last year because we were kind of saying the same thing. But I think it's a different landscape this year. Um, Okay. I think it's a different landscape in the fact that there's more – there are more teams that could legitimately win the Western Conference. And yeah. I don't know. Maybe I'm just being – my, my memory's being a little uh, short-sighted. But this feels about as wide open at this point in the season in a conference mm-hmm. as I can remember in a long time. Obviously, we haven't seen Kevin Durant on the floor with the Suns yet. Um, yes, I think they should be the prohibitive favorite in the in this market as they are, plus 240 to win the West. Um but look, man, there I, I don't I can't rule them out yet. I can't rule the Warriors after last yeah. year. And you brought up after last year, and you basically have all the same pieces back. If Steph comes back and he's healthy, 
I don't think it's a team you can rule out. I really don't. I, 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 can't, I can't get there yet. And the other team I'll bring up is, you know, the team that you and I are like the biggest fans of ever, the New Orleans Pelicans. At one point yeah. this year, Matt, and for I a know. long stretch of the season, I know. they had a top five offense and top five defense in this league. I know. When I see Zion, McCollum, and Ingram all on the court together, that's when we can start taking this team seriously again. I know they have a rough patch right now. It's not a buy-on point for them yet. Wait yeah. till you know Zion's coming back. But, man, I think that's a fun long shot ticket to have in your account heading into the playoffs. Yeah, the Suns, of course, your odds-on favorite to get it done in the Western Conference. That being said, we got to make sure that everyone is going to be healthy and going to be back for them. But, yes, the Suns are your favorite. Nuggets come in at about 353, anywhere from 350 to 390. Clippers at kind of that 450 to 500-ish range. you got the Mavericks at 7, 7.5 to 1, something like that. Grizzlies about 7.5 to 1. Warriors sitting 8, 8.5 to 1 to win the Western Conference. Over on the Eastern Conference side of things, Celtics are your odds-on favorite. Right behind, though, you're going to get the Bucks at about 2.5 to 1. Sixers kind of in that 4.5-ish to 5-ish to 1 range. I think that is the clear, clear upper tier, Kelly, where it's like, yes, I guess we could try to make a case for the Cavs, maybe the Heat, but I think there is a clear upper tier that is going to be really hard to get past. Yeah, I think you can draw a line underneath those first two teams and say it is uh, about 90% chance that these two teams yes. meet in the Eastern Conference Finals, and then you can draw another line underneath the Cavs, and you could say, here's the only other two teams that I think have a chance. We will actually see what Drew Densick thinks about this here on the other side, talking some NBA and some NFL with him. A numbers game on VSEN, the sports betting network. If you're looking for a betting edge on the NHL, NBA, or college basketball, the VSEN experts have got you covered. Become a VSEN Pro subscriber with an introductory offer of only $9.99 American. VSEN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VSEN show hosts and guest tools like our betting splits, deep dive betting reports, VSEN betting guides for all the biggest games of the season where our experts are going to break down the brackets, our best bets, and the daily props. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Visit VSEN.com slash subscribe today to take advantage of this offer that is only $9.99. That is VSIN.com slash subscribe. You can find this man on NBC Sports Edge. You can find him on the Deep Dive Podcast and on the Twitter machine at whale underscore capper. He is Drew Densick. Drew, good to see you, my man. It's been a hot minute. I has been. It's been way too long. You're looking good. Uh, great job, by the way, on all your Super Bowl coverage out in the desert. Uh, yeah, and what a what a week. That was a lot of fun. Uh, good time out there. It really was, man. It was a it was a good time. It was interesting to me some of the stuff that some of these guys were telling me that had played in these Super Bowls, and it didn't matter what era and what generation that they played. And then the one thing that rang true, they were always like. It's the worst field I've played on every single year. Every like, like and, and, it's, and it happened again this year. It was, it's the craziest thing. They all went, every single one of them told me that. They were like, they paint, the paint's too thick, or they overdo the this, that, and the other, and blah, 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 and all this. Cause like, it's like they hyper focus on this so much that it becomes a problem. And then sure enough, this ends up being like a, one of the storylines of the Super Bowl. And of course, the field, the refereeing, the commercial breaks, the length <laughs> of the halftime show. It's like they go out of their way to make it a very, very unusual experience for the players. And uh, the fact that we ended up with a very, very good game after all of that, I think is just a testament to how good these two teams were. Uh, turns out Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes are a formidable opponent 
Good to know that. Uh, didn't know that going into the game. Wait a second. Of course we knew that going into the game. I don't understand why they weren't favorites still. Um, but uh, man, my, my major takeaway is coming out of this one. Um, Jalen Hurts was spectacular. I thought there was a realistic chance he was going to have limitations with his uh, ability to push the ball downfield, given the shoulder injury he was carrying. I thought there was a chance that the moment was going to be quite uh, overwhelming and you could get a little bit of uh, big game jitters out of him. Uh, so, you know, the mental and the physical, um, you know, level that he uh, he showed up with on Sunday was unbelievable. Uh, and I think, um, you know, the Eagles basically played a perfect game offensively outside of the fumble uh, that resulted in six points for the Chiefs. And uh, ultimately, that was the difference because these two teams were pretty evenly matched. And I think you just have to tip your hat and give credit to, uh, you know, just exactly how good uh, Pat Mahomes is at this point in his career. And uh, it's almost like the league has forced him to learn new ways to be deadly <laughs> and yeah. you know they add a couple of weapons they add a couple of wrinkles to their playbook in this offseason and I, I you know i completely agree and understand that they should be in the 15 to 20 percent win probability for the super bowl next year which is like that's like rare air as you go back through the years especially considering how many good quarterbacks are in the league now so i know you are big into the draft just like me so i assume at this point you know, not very many markets up right now, but you're probably starting the at least the beginning processes of your prep here and then really get into earnest. What in the next like 10 days, two weeks, something like that? Yeah, I think the most plus EV bets I'm going to end up making are going to be the week of the draft. But there's always a couple of really, really poor openers that you can catch in the month of March. Um, and so, yeah, I'm pretty excited. And this is um, one of the most uh, this is one of the most fun top tens, really most fun top fives, because um, I think we all believe sincerely that we do not know the order that the teams are going to mm -hmm. choose select in. <laughs> and yes. that makes it that makes it fun. Uh, one through seven could shuffle a couple of different ways a couple of different times I could see basically you have one and three with the Bears and the Cardinals as obvious sellers because they have their quarterbacks and then you have two four and seven as obvious buyers because they need quarterbacks and then uh, you know teams like uh, you know the Lions and the Eagles could choose to take elite talent at their spots at six and ten or they could you know trade down accumulate assets I that goes for the Seahawks too at five I guess although people have the only thing that I think people have kind of settled on is the Seahawks are going to take that one pass rusher who's uh you know the third the third mm -hmm. best defender in the draft is sort of the only thing that everybody has kind of um coalesced around at this point in this process but uh yeah figuring out what order the top three quarterbacks are going to go in and what teams are going to go to uh is the name of the game for the next month well, let's head over to the NBA. There is one game that you're looking at tonight, 8-10 Eastern. We've got the Jazz and the Grizzlies. As we sit right now, Grizzlies, eight-and-a-half-point home favorites, a total of 240. What do you like in this one? Yeah, so I think Grizzlies uh, win this game by margin. Uh, in general, Utah has they've oh, they've exceeded expectation now for you know well, the balance of the season, but in in particular the last couple of games, um, you know we are now at the finish line with uh, just uh, this final game for them before they get a break for the uh, uh, All Star break. And you know I think this you know Grizzlies team this is uh, their last chance to put uh, kind of an excla ex excla exclamation point on the early part of their season. Uh, you know, this offense matches up extremely well against the jazz defense. I think Grizzlies are, they, you know, 
there's a lot to get into the one thirties here, uh, the way that these two teams match up, um, you know, no Steven Adams for the Grizzlies. So they are going to be a little bit vulnerable on defense. And, you know, we'll get into that in a little bit, I think as, as it relates to the defensive player of the year market. Um, but I still think, uh, they can score enough points that the jazz basically come out of halftime with the, uh, uh, the one, two, three Cancun attitude. And, uh, and this is a, a large margin of a game. Uh, Grizzlies in general have been a team that can win by margin all season. So, uh, don't mind laying the big number. Uh, my fair in this one is 10 and you can get eight and a half right now, pretty much everywhere. Let's go ahead and head to that defensive player of the year market that you were talking about here. Jaron Jackson Jr. is your favorite, but you do have some guys that are at least lingering there. Lopez about five to one, Bam Adebayo about six to one. And, Nick Claxton there about seven to one. How do you see this thing eventually playing out? Yeah, this one is the most interesting handicap on the board because I doesn't, none of these prices feel right. And it's a, it's, it's a tough award to really prognosticate because so much of it depends on team defense at the end of the regular season. And as we look at the current standings and the current rankings, yeah, the Grizzlies are near the top, but you're going to have Steven Adams missing for a a decent portion of the season right now. A lot of Jaron Jackson's, you know, a a lot of JJJ's ability to kind of put himself in this conversation comes from the compilation of stats that he gets from blocks and steals. And so much of that is at the behest of Steven Adams doing such a good job of protecting the rim behind him. Uh, and now without him, I think you're going to see his specific, uh, specifically his uh, stat lines start to dry up a bit. Uh, and then in general, the Grizzlies team defense start to drift. And if they fall out of the top five in terms of team, team defense, because of uh, you know, a weak stretch here in the middle of the season, then I don't know that uh, JJJ is the lock that the market would make him right now. Um, um, you know, Milwaukee's going to have a great defense when it comes in, you know, by the time we get to the end of the season, it's very, very tough to me for me to see people putting Brooke Lopez's name down instead of Giannis. So why those yeah. two prices are relatively the way they are makes no sense to me. I think they should be flipped. Um, Bam hasn't had a, a spectacular season, but he has, he is anchored as like, you know, one of the league's best defenders. And if the heat end up as the team team defense, then he's, uh, he's definitely got a shot. But right now the team that stands alone at the top of the standings is the Cleveland Cavaliers and they're not going anywhere. Their schedule is weak coming down the stretch like that is probably going to be your number one team defense and people are going to make a case for Evan Mobley I think and so if I could only make one bet in that market right now I'm taking the big number on Evan Mobley if we look at the most improved player market the one that's always most interesting it's like it's actually like they should put a, in parentheses like most improved player who was already good and then takes his game to the next <laughs> level and whatever and all so but there's yeah. three three different guys that are that are you know short plus money right now and SGA plus 120 Lloyd marketing about 120 as well. We got Jalen Brunson sitting four to one. I, I don't know if you have an opinion on this or not, but it's always an interesting market in my opinion. Yes, I 100% agree, and I'm riding hard for Jalen Brunson here. Uh, he's got the New York Knicks, you know, just the New York-centric bump uh, on top of the fact that, he, I don't know if you've seen him play lately, but he his offensive, uh, you know, output has exploded of late. Um, and he's taken the most clear leap uh, from good to great. Uh, as you look at the statistics, uh, you know, you know Lori Markin and I'm, I shouldn't be throwing shade on Lori. Lori was literally kind of borderline irrelevant, you know, a throwaway piece in a trade. Uh, and now he's an all-star. So like that, that's pretty impressive. Um, but I worry about his availability down the stretch. Um, you know, he's a candidate if the jazz slide out of contention here because of, you know, they got virtually nothing from Mike Conley and Malik Beasley. Like this team is going to start to struggle. Uh, they could shut down 
down Lori uh, and just basically keep him healthy for next season um, and or keep him healthy for a trade in the offseason. Uh, and at that point, if he's not playing the final stretch of the season, people are going to forget about him. Similar kind of you know risk with Shea Gilgis Alexander on the top of the fact that his best basketball was played in the fall uh, and winter like he you know it, it's it's not going as well for him lately. So I think Brunson uh, is the guy in that market that you want to circle and four to one is still a bettable price in my opinion. You can find him over on NBC Sports Edge, of course. Go and subscribe to the Deep Dive Podcast. You should do it. If you aren't already a subscriber, you should be a subscriber. Go smash that button and then follow him on the Twitter machine at whale underscore capper. He is Drew Densick. Drew, thanks for the time, buddy. Hey, best of luck, Matt. Great seeing you again. Kelly, that was a... Uh... That was a great breakdown there. And again, he likes the guy that's four to one. So if someone wants to get a ticket in their account, a guy that's four to one, I think it's a pretty compelling case. I think it could be a good bet. Brunson has been playing great here recently. I think I'm going to get run down in this market. I am heavily invested in SGA. Okay. Well, hey, listen, you know, it's still, it still could happen. We talked about the draft coming up and how much we love betting the NFL draft. Take an early look here on the other side. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. BetMGM, the king of sportsbook, unleashed the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Reward Points, and you can redeem for online bonus credits like bonus bets and bet insurance tokens. If you're planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM Points into MGM Rewards Points that you can use towards dining, shows, and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards is sports betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers incredible experiences and value perks when you wager on the BetMGM app. Sign up at BetMGM or log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions do apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. You must be 21 years of older or old uh, years of age or older to wager new and existing customers. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Reward issued as non-withdrawable bonus bets. Bonus bets expire in seven days from issuance. If you have a gambling problem, please call 1-800-GAMBLER. Matt Brown in for Gil. Kelly Bidlin behind the glass. It is a numbers game here on VEASAN on a Wednesday. And we kind of started at least a little bit of some of that draft discussion there with Drew Densick and I know he is big into that. He will have a ton of content, especially over at his podcast, so be sure and check that out whenever you are getting into all of your draft stuff. But we'll have a lot here on VEASAN as well. Draft has treated us very well the last couple of years. Hopefully we can keep that rolling as we head into the 2023 version of the draft. And I'm sitting here, 
and Kelly were just talking about, you know, look, it's 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 starting to be silly season. All the mock drafts are going to start coming out. All the different things like that. And listen, this is my this is my mini rant. I'm not going to go on a full rant, but here's my mini rant. If mini somebody rant. has some sort of ridiculous looking number one overall pick or some sort of ridiculous string of things and all of that, just disregard that draft because they're not taking it seriously. They're trying to get headlines or trying to get clicks. And you do have to go in and find out who the mock drafters are that take this super seriously and are actually trying to be accurate as opposed to trying to get clicks over to their site. And so think about that when you're going through and listen, typically when they're doing all these trade predictions inside the mock drafts and stuff like that, that also throws me off because then now you're just guessing. Like, it's just a guess. Oh, I guess this oh, team's yeah. going to trade. Yeah, I guess yeah. this team's going to trade and all of that. And you can't really follow anything. This year being the exception that if someone wants to mock a trade for that number one overall pick, I'm at least down with that because we are about 95% sure that the Bears are going to move off of that pick. Now, when you look at some of these, I actually saw one come through my Twitter feed yesterday, Kelly, that said six mocked trades and whatever and all this stuff. And it's like, okay, come on. I'm done with you. You can't sit here and tell me that you're going to guess there's going to be six trades in the first round. So, But if, if I'm saying don't run from one if there is a mock to that number one overall pick because, again – I think we are all of the I think we're all the same mindset here, Kelly, that it's gonna be it's gonna go. You know, it's gonna be out of there. Yeah. Um it's it's funny about the box. I always enjoy the one. It's like they trade pick twenty and, yeah. and forty seven yeah. for pick thirteen. I'm like, what 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 are we doing? The here? best is like a, they'll have like a Team X trades out of the second round back into the first round and whatever. And also, like, what are you? You're like, predicting these teams like trading out of the second round. Like, it's like, no, that is not going to uh, happen. But, so what we, the, but what we do have here is like this Bears, like, you know, this pick's probably going to go. We do have the most likely scenarios in which they're going to go. I mean, listen, the Texans have the second and the 12th pick, the Colts have the fourth pick, the Raiders have the seventh pick, and the Panthers have the ninth pick. Those are your most likely trade candidates with, of course, the most likely being the Texans, Colts, and Raiders there of teams that might try to move up and get that number one overall pick. I think there are some possible trade candidates because we have to – we don't really know what the Seahawks feel about the future of that team and whether they want to really roll with Geno Smith again. And they have the luxury of having two first-round picks as well. They have Mm -hmm. the fifth and the 20th. So that could get interesting if they decided to get a little froggy in all of this. The Titans have the 11th pick. The Jets have the 13th, and the Commanders are sitting there in the draft as well. It could be going after a, could be going after a quarterback. Now they have the 16th pick, and so I'm sitting here looking at those teams. We know the Titans are going to probably be looking at a quarterback. The Jets, for sure, are looking after a quarterback. That said, they are likely to be in the Aaron Rodgers sweepstakes, likely to be in the Derek Carr talk. So don't think it's as likely as them kind of trade up there. And then just some long shot stuff. The Lions have the 6th and the 18th. Anytime you have two first-round picks, you might can get creative. Yeah, you might can yeah. do some things if you decide that you really want to do some sort of franchise-altering move and all the things like that. They do have two picks, so they have a luxury of trying that. I think the Falcons are fine with Desmond Ritter moving forward, but they do hold that 8th pick, and maybe, you know, who knows, maybe they decide to do something. But most likely going to be the Texans, Colts, Raiders, or Panthers that do that. And so with that, Kelly, we're yeah. basically looking at, you know, a, a – a first round that is going to go number one overall, most likely number two overall, and most likely number three, because I think the Cardinals probably move out as well. It might go quarterback, 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 depending on how aggressive people go. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess I got, I got a couple questions for you. Mm-hmm. The Seahawks won. 
The more I think about it, the more I the more I think they're going to be more aggressive with the quarterback uh, in the dra- drafting a quarterback than I would have originally thought. I just don't I don't know how we can live in a world where yeah. where the Seahawks look at Geno Smith as really a a long term solution and the Raiders don't view Derek Carr as one. Right? right. Like it, it's I, I if you if you want to tell me look that Der- that the Raiders are moving on from Derek Carr because they think this is as good as they're ever going to get from this kind of kind of player and they have to get better than this, I can get on board with that game plan. Look, mm-hmm. if you're always trying to improve, but I, I don't know that it's the Seahawks rationale is well, Gino was a lot better than we thought he was going to be last year. Let's roll that back. Like, but, I, but is that the long term solution? Like you're saying, and yeah. like, and, and the other thing, the reason I put them is just as po- as a possible candidate here is because. How often are you going to have two picks to work with? Right, and, and, exactly. And, and so that you can really try to work something out that still is beneficial to you where you're going to, you know, pick up a couple of seconds to get rid of the – I think that there's – it's a non-zero chance that they could be meeting at some point and, and say, like, guys – we understand what it's like to have a franchise quarterback, and we understand that all you have to do, I think all these teams, the Colts should save some of these teams so much grief. The, seeing what the Colts went through over the last three seasons of trying to do this whole transform a retread yes. into your franchise quarterback thing and having that fail over and over and over again, it seems like, guys, look, you have Mahomes that, you know, yes, he got extended and all that or whatever, like had Chiefs had a ridiculous amount of success with him on his rookie deal. You have Hertz on his rookie deal. You see what the Eagles are th- doing and all those things right now. Like we're not saying that the Seahawks are going to draft one of these guys and be instant competitors, but like you might could build a team up to where you have your quarterback on a rookie deal in his third year of the deal. And now you're, you're really making some progress here. So I don't, I think there's a non-zero chance that they might at least think about doing something. Okay. Give things. me your percentage, the percentage chance that the bears stay at one. Sub three percent. Okay. Like sub three <laughs> percent. Because you have too many quarterback needy. Like th- they are going to get offers from like I mean, they're at least gonna hear from the majority of those teams. Right, now, yeah, like now yeah. whether the packages are good enough at all, you know, like varying offers for sure. But yeah, I mean, whether whether you disagree with how we we, we yeah. feel about the Seahawks, the Seahawks will be making a proposal. Right. They'll at least make a call and see what they might can get away with. You know, that's not saying that anything's actually going to get done. But I mean they're going to at least see if if the Bears are interested in in anything that they've got going on here. So we do have first quarterback drafted odds. And so we do have that out. And I made a quick list of just some guys that I respect, some sites that I respect as to kind of how their early mocks and or their power rankings look right now. Bryce Young is the odds-on favorite at minus 175, C.J. Stroud at 2-1, to one, and then Will Levis is sitting at plus 450 to go number one overall. And uh, the first quarterback taken, I should say, in the NFL draft. And so the first quarterback taken in PFS, Michael Renner. We've had him on several different shows here on the network. He has Bryce Young. Dane Brugler's big board has Bryce Young ahead of all the other quarterbacks. Walter Football, who has some really good mock drafts over there. They actually do have C.J. Stroud going as the first quarterback taken in the draft. Daniel Jeremiah, his version one of his mock draft had Bryce Young going number one. Matt Miller from ESPN had Bryce Young going number one. 33rdteam.com. It's a new website, by the way, out there if you want to take a look at that one. It's got some really good stuff on it. Has Bryce Young going number one. Football Outsiders also has Bryce Young going number one. And then I only threw this one on here so that next time you guys have him on, you can rag him. <laughs> Pete Futak, our good buddy Pete Futak, has Will Levis going as the first quarterback Billy taken. Levis, I yeah. love it. I has, hope it gets home, yeah, Pete. Has, has Will Levis going. I, I wanted to throw that one in there so you guys can rag him and be like, oh, 
these other guys, you're the only one that thinks Will Levis is going to be the first quarterback. I hope he's right. I hope yeah. he's right. Oh, oh, listen, trust me. I really hope he's right as you and I have those long shot tickets on, on Will Levis. Look, we put ourselves in a pretty good situation here with those Levis tickets because we will be able to make money on this market some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Now, it might have to lay a little bit more than we want to or whatever, but it's going to likely come down to young Stroud Levis. We're going to get some smoke. Smoke likely is going to turn into fire, and we're going to be able to to make some money on that for How sure. How much does this market shift at, or or does it not at all, come the combine workouts, everything, when we keep hearing about how small Bryce Young is, right? Yeah, I mean, I don't think it's going to change all that much because I still think all the mocks, the majority, I should say, of the mocks are all going to have him going the, as the first quarterback taken in the draft, if not going number one overall via some sort of trade with the Chicago Bears. So, uh, feeling pretty good about where we sit right now, but certainly we need that pick to get traded so we know who's going at it. Hour number two coming back with Will Hill. At Bed 365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar, whether it's a walk off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. 